is the Emergency Medical Minute. All right, so I was going to do a quick medical minute about pressors. I was reading an interesting article, and I think a lot of times with pressors, you know, sometimes there's a kind of that trigger, like, is it really time to pull that? Should we really do this? Or, hey, maybe we don't have great access, and we get kind of concerned about some of those other things. Some of the concerns with them come up to be, like, you know, concern of digital ischemia or ischemia of the extremities um, or mesenteric ischemia. And those, those have been documented with pressors, something to be aware of. At the same time, I think one of those things that have probably been overplayed in this article I was reading was actually kind of um, supporting that. Um, you know, a lot of the data where that originally came from and a lot of that kind of dogmas come from was looking at patients who got high-dose vasopressin um, that were cirrhotic patients. They were using it for kind of a portal vein issue where they're really trying to keep that open. So the patients that were getting it, like, I mean, directly in the vasculature of question, you know, basically the superior mesenteric artery, they were getting very high doses of it, and they were patients who were otherwise not septic, not ill. Um, and so it's kind of a different population. But as a result of those patients getting it, they kind of extrapolated some of these adverse side effects and applied it to everybody. So, you know, keeping in mind that the ED population is going to get pressors are typically the septic patient who have just diffuse vasodilation. The literature has actually shown that, you know, those complications of digital ischemia, mesenteric ischemia is actually pretty low and probably a lot lower than a lot of people realize. Um, there's another more recent study in like 2017 that looked at a lot of people getting uh, norepi and getting also very high doses, kind of like reaching kind of max doses of that. And they found that kind of, you know, the worst, you know, maybe 5% of people got digital ischemia, about 2% of people with mesenteric ischemia. And that's at like the very high dose and very sick patients who are getting that. Um, one picture I was going to show you guys, we see that a lot of times, you know, th this may start to happen. This is probably going to develop more in the ICU setting after they're out of the ER. Um, but for anybody who can see this tiny picture from where you're sitting, um, you know, some people might look at that and say, that's pretty bad, ex you know, limb ex ischemia, we should stop pressors. Um, this is actually a picture of purpura fulminans, which is a complication of sepsis. It's a hypercoagulable state, something that should be treated with heparin. Actually has nothing to do with oppressors, but it often kind of gets confused because it will favor those smaller vessels, particularly in the extremities. So it looks terrible, and that's often kind of that first thought of we're, we're clotting off that extremity and causing some issues. Um, kind of the bottom like, you know, take-home point is, you know, pressors we should always be wary of. We should know what the side effects are, um, but at the same time, you know, probably a lot of those things get amplified. And if a patient needs pressors, even if they're mentating great, if they need pressors, it's time to give it. Because, you know, as we know, the blood flow, you know, our body has a great compensatory, uh, compensatory mechanism where it can shunt blood to the areas where it wants to. Particularly brain and heart are going to get precedence over kidneys, over the gut. And so those areas will start to suffer even when the patient might look pretty good and mentating pretty normally. So um, anyways, that's kind of a quick medical minute on uh, things to not be scared of with pressors. <laughs> Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.